0: Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. I was just asking Ben, is it warm out here? Okay, all right, we're good. You get on me about that, I know it's this time of year where it's going to start getting colder in here or whatever, but proven fact that if you go anywhere and the air conditioning's too low, you will not comprehend what the speaker says. So whether you agree with me or not, that's just (laughs) what I know, and I show the articles to you if you need to see that. (laughs) All right, let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful as we celebrated Easter last week, and Lord, we just take a deep breath, and we know without a doubt, we are assured that whatever we're facing, whatever someone's going through here today, someone watching, someone listening, maybe listening next week through the app, whatever it might be, let them know, Father, that we have hope, a living hope through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, you think you hear it all, and before the message, we're going to talk about the third part of this will conclude today on thy kingdom come thy will be done and that is we know the Jesus in the Lord's Prayer talking about on earth as it is in heaven but I thought where are we in our society what you know we, we we are so busy everybody's so busy with what's going on in our life and and we need to stop sometimes to think really and let me just give you a couple examples and, and we'll open up God's word today. But if you have an iPhone about every three or four months or smartphone, you know, they they upgrade it. You know, you'll see on there, you, you're supposed to upgrade it and, and it takes a certain amount of time. You go through the settings and it upgrades. Well, the current upgrade on iPhone, they always have new uh, emojis. And I don't know if I'm losing some of you right now or not, but an emoji is those little things that people text you or whatever in their little smiley faces or whatever it might be. <laughs> uh, I cannot believe what we're living in. Well, the, they always put new ones out, you know, every few months. So the newest ones out that they've just come out with is actually a man that is pregnant. A new emoji. i just like to inform you on that. Really, he's not here with a message or anything, but... Yeah, it's just a pregnant man. So I just thought you'd like to know what we're living in today, so uh, that men can get pregnant. So, anyways, it's great to know. Okay. <laughs> wow. What are, What are we living in? I so I don't get it. Anyways, I want you to look to First Peter, chapter one. 1 Peter chapter 1, we're going to look at verses 3 through 5. And we know that as we look at God's word, it's so difficult, I think, sometimes. As thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In the Lord's prayer, he's telling the disciples, this is how that I want you to focus in prayer to know and remember. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So... For you and I to really experience joy and peace in this life, we have to focus and pull heaven down into our earthly, daily life. If we're willing to do that and we can stay focused on eternity, even though we're living in this life, if we can stay focused on eternity, it changes your outlook on everything that you go through things that you don't want to experience, things that might happen this coming year that you know nothing about. We pull back and we know God's in control. I'm going to heaven. As Jesus was about the week before Easter, as he told Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, I would fight. And we know Jesus was about a kingdom that lasts forever. We are—that's what's so great. We talked, touched on even last week. We have our frame of reference. Why so many people realize still in this day that we live in that maybe not come to church any other time, but they'll show up on Easter because they still have a, a, if you will, a sense of God and eternity. It's built in them. You know, if you, when you go to witness to somebody, you talk to somebody about Jesus. Know that you have the confidence when people are asking you because in a book of Ecclesiastes, God's word tells us he has placed eternity in the hearts of every human being. That's why the Bible says always be ready to give an answer for the hope that's within you because people still, this world we live in today, are searching Well, good Lord tells us in his word in 1 Peter chapter 1, look to first verses 3 and 5, that we look to heaven first. That's how we live on this earth, as we always look to heaven first. He tells us in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again, has saved us, in other words, to a, here it is, we live a living hope through what we just celebrated last week and we do every week through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that's incorruptible, that's undefiled, it doesn't fade away, it's reserved in heaven for you. It's reserved in heaven for you. You know, I don't care what, what you have. You know, some of you that are here ride motorcycles. Some of you have just gotten a new car. Whatever it is that you get, or you get into that new house, whatever it is that you get, you're, you're, something is, is going to happen to it. You know, I, I, a few, couple of years ago, uh, it's been three years ago, I got a, a new SUV and driving it. And and I'm driving down a highway and bam, right in the middle of the windshield, a stone hits it. Wham, right off a a truck. You know, I like to keep my vehicles clean, which, you know, bam, right in the middle. And it's right in the middle where you really can't do anything. You know how they can come out and fix it, rub it out and, you know, fix it, get the whole thing done. And, um, it's like brand new. No, it, it, it's just at the right place. You can't do that on this. And I don't want the whole windshield out on this one because of the way the SUV is built. It might not go in the right. Anyways, I don't want to go through all that. But anyways, so every time I'm driving down the road, I see that, that stone mark right in the middle of the windshield. No matter how I tried, that thing is there and I can't keep it new. You've got things. I've got things. I don't care how much you want to try and never forget. Uh, we, we had this van we lived in floor, I'm going back way, way many, many years ago, and Steph was just a baby, and he was sitting in the back, and when he would drink the bottle, you know, you could hear him sucking it dry, and when he'd finish it, he'd just fling it from the back all the way there to the front seat, Then it would go on the front seat of the, up the, the, on the, all the way through the window. She had no telling where to go, side window, whatever. And uh, always clean. You cannot keep whatever you have in this life, something will happen to it. It's gonna fade, it's gonna deteriorate. It, I don't care what you do, you're not gonna keep it new. It's gonna fade away, it's gonna rust out, whatever it might be. Now, what does God's Word tell us? God's Word tells us that we, through Jesus Christ, have something. All our relatives that know Christ, are, are in heaven right now if, if they've gone to be with the Lord. They're in heaven right now. Their bodies will never fade away. They're there waiting for us. The Bible says we'll be known as we're known here on earth. They're waiting for us. All the people that you've witnessed to, some of those you never knew accepted Christ, they're waiting for you. Things the Bible talks about streets of gold, pearly gates, all those things, reserved in heaven for you. We often forget about, the Bible says, our life is a vapor. Whether you live to be 60 years or 100, our life's a vapor. And Jesus says, we know the reason that you can get through whatever adversity you might be facing right now. You and I can get through because we look over that and we look to heaven. That's how we get through we live with hope. We live with hope, as the Bible reminds us, because of Jesus Christ and the resurrection from the dead. We're gonna rise. Hopefully, many of I think if you live another ten years, maybe I'm not putting a date on it, very realistically we could see we could see Jesus Christ coming to clouds and we would never have to face death. I really believe that. We live with hope we live with hope you know sometimes we we don't even think about it but just know this it's there you don't even realize it sometimes But you're going about your day and you have you have joy and peace a lot of times because you, you it's just in there you know christ is your savior and and people say hey hey you see him at work joe or Susie or wherever you're and they say hey what's going on hey, can, can i talk to you for a minute i say well, you know what um I mean, you go through the same things I do at work. You go through the same things you do with your families. Why is it that you're going through the same thing that I'm going through, but there's something different? It's because we live with hope. That's why. And we know that what we have, according to God's word, What we know is true and real that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, that he rose from the grave, he is the first fruits of the resurrection. That we have that hope in such a way that that inheritance that we have will never, ever, ever fade away, ever. Now, that's there. So, what that keeping that in mind, then as we live on this earth. We always keep that in mind. What else does the Lord tell us today? Well, I want you to look over the book of Romans, chapter 14. Romans, chapter 14. And we're going to look at verses 17 and 18. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. In other words, all the things of the flesh are fulfilling what we have in this flesh. But what is the kingdom of God? When we talk about it, we look at it as we open it. What, what is that kingdom of God? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For thy kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. Okay, what's our life about? But what is it? it it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So God's word's telling us here the outcome of righteousness is peace and joy in our spirit. So what actually is it? Let's break it down real, real down to earth, right where we are in our daily living. That righteousness that, that we have a, that brings joy and peace, it's just basic right living. It's living right. And, and how do we do that? Well, the Holy Spirit, you know, can, can show us In our spirit, I'll give you an example, a couple actually, that whether someone's a believer or not, we we still have a sense of right and wrong in this earth. We have laws, we have things that we know about that just click. In other words, years ago, if there were years and years ago, if I would go into certain bars, some bars were worse than other bars, and you would call those seedy bars, okay? If you can go back and remember that, some of your past. So, what's the difference? You could walk in, right? And as you walked in, you just had that that feeling all over you that, man, it's just... You know, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they were saying, you know, Dallas said the same thing. He said, you know, it's like the same way when you walk in a casino. You know, if you're out, it's just that, it's just something doesn't feel right. Well, God has put that in us. Now, let's take it even further as a believer living God's way. God has put it in you to where it becomes, if I can use this word, it becomes instinctual. In other words, you don't even have to think about it. It's just there because your spirit now that has been given to you the day that you accepted Christ your Savior is on fire enough to know when something is not right. Why? Because you're living according to this book, God's Word. And when we do, when we live according to this there's a joy and a peace that you know when you live this way, man, you want to keep living this way. Because it's just in it. You have this joy. peace. No matter if things are, you're, you might be going through a difficult time. But you might not be jumping up and down You say, maybe not that kind of joy. But what gives you that joy is you have that underlying peace. Man, God's got this. He's got this whatever it is you're going through. Well, let's get back to that right living. You know, I hesitated on this for a couple of weeks, whether or not to bring this up or not. I want to make sure I got all my facts straight, everything else. And every time I see something happening in, this, in the world that affects us or we that's so in the front of the news, I sometimes wait until I understand enough to where I want to bring it down into our life. What I'm about to share with you is not judging one person or another. I just want to bring to you the facts so we know biblically what God says, what the outcome is, is right, and what the outcome is, is wrong. And sometimes we just need to be reminded of that. Because when we live right, and you're here, you're listening, I think you're trying to do that, when we live right, know that God's going to bless you, but know. The devil is always this world. We live in this world still. You're going to have to out there, and if you work at certain places, you work with people, that every other word is a curse word out of their mouth, or they're lying and cheating and doing all these other things, and they, you think, man, they're, how are they getting away with that? I'm doing the same job they are, and they seem to be you know, more promoted or whatever. I don't know. It can play with your mind. But I want you to know God has an order, and if you and I live in his order in the right way, you have that joy and peace that they don't have. No matter how much money, no matter how good looking they are, no matter how much fame and fortune, so let me give you this example. And again, I'm not judging anybody. A few weeks ago, it's been about three weeks ago, we saw the Oscars. As you saw the Oscars, it was all the slap that was heard around the world uh, that we saw uh, Will Smith when, all right, let me back up a minute. Chris Rock was, was, was part of and giving an award out, whatever. And Chris Rock, who was a comedian, was going to make a joke. Now, I, we all realize, let's say that you were in Hollywood and that you were a well-known actor or actress, you would know that going to that uh, award show, whichever might be, there's several, that you have a very good chance you're going to be made fun of or you're going to be picked on it's just the way it is so chris rock makes a joke about will smith's wife jada and and all of a sudden we know what happens you know the whole thing if you didn't see it he goes on stage to the gasp of all the people there and the millions who watched, he slapped Chris Rock, but it even got worse as he got back in his seat, and he was screaming profanities at him from his seat, but I was like, wait a minute, Chris Rock told a joke, which they all knew probably could happen to any one of them, the more powerful they were, the more problematic or whatever it would be that there would probably be something said. Now, and I thought, if you did, what was that about? really? What was that about? And I begin to do some research. I'm going to try and keep this PG when I say this, but he and his wife, Will Smith and his wife, have what's called an open marriage. I don't know if you knew that or not. In other words she can be whoever and he can be who with whatever. And even though that might make us feel a little bit uncomfortable, I want you to stay with me with this. God has an order. He has an order. The same as he created male and female, he has an order in marriage to where it is sacred. And if we think that we can go around about that, no matter how much money you have, No matter who you are as a president of a company, no matter how you justify anything, God has an order. And when we live right according to that order, you're going to have joy and peace. Where did that, what was all that about? Did it just happen that night? No, I honestly believe. Some way, somehow, he was trying to get back in with good graces with his wife or whatever, and you can try and figure it all out yourself. But to know that he was living out of order, and it was so churning him up inside that she had been with other people, he had been with other people, it was so churning inside, he was trying to have an outlet, and he couldn't handle it anymore anymore trying to get back in good graces with his wife, and that was the outcome. Please listen to me. You don't set your own rules when it comes to living in this life. We know without a doubt, that's why I gave you the example of that CD bar. You know, you feel it, you understand. Even 97% of Hollywood has been surveys and said, hey, you go outside of marriage, it's wrong. Even they believe it's wrong. God has set a standard that that is the way it's supposed to be. You have free will. I have free will. And we can do whatever we want to do. But know, know that there are consequences. And know without a doubt just the way that we see those consequences. I want you to know this because we have a hard time with this because we forget that we're under grace that's so why I read this morning, by God's mercy, what is mercy? It's undeserved grace. That's why when someone says thrown on the mercy of the court, it's the judge's decision completely to decide your future and mine. And all of a sudden, the decision is made, and you're shocked, and you're given grace. That's why the Bible tells us in God's word in, in 1 John if you if God is faithful. And just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. That's why we can go to the Lord every day. We thought something, we said something, we did something. We say, Lord, forgive me. I shouldn't have done that. Now, here's what I want you to get today. And we're going to close in a minute. I want you to understand, just as much as you see when we go out of God's order, we see consequences in our world from every angle. I want you to know, the same way, flip it. And know, do you stay on that right path? And you think everybody else is getting ahead and you're not? I want you to know God sees it all. On earth, as it is in heaven, when our focus is on heaven and we pull down God's way of living into this life and we decide, you know what, I'm not going to live the way Many people are. Man, we're living in a world today that anything goes. And I'm just here. All I am is a reminder. You already have the Holy Spirit in you as a believer. I'm just here to remind you stay where you're at, keep going, do it. God is coming through. And guess what the outcome is? We'll close with this today. For he who, verse 18, for he who serves Christ. In these things, in other words, we're going to decide to live the right way. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God, and get this, and approved by men. What is the Lord telling us here? When we're accepted by God, everybody sees it. You don't stand a chance of getting that promotion at work. Not a chance. There's a 100 people in line for you, with you, whatever it is with that job. And you know what happens? God's favor is on your life. And when God's favor is on your life, that light shines off and you are accepted in this world, whether someone's a believer or not. They want you in a leadership position. You know why? Because they can trust you. See, God's way is even believed all throughout this world that we live in right now. And they want you in charge rather than someone is out doing whatever they want to do all through the week, every night. They want you in charge because you're acceptable by God. God has blessed you. You're living with joy and peace even though you face adversity just like anybody else. But you chose to live a certain way, God's way. It's not easy. I'm telling you, it's not easy but it is blessed. And when we live that way and you turn around and it's been three, four, five, ten years, you don't want to live any other way because when you lay your head down at night, you have that joy and peace that you can't get any other way. That's the Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins that rose from the grave, that we have forgiveness and we have grace. And through his grace, we can say, Lord, you know what? I'm trying, will you help me, forgive me, I'm trying. And that's what he wants from you and from me today. On earth, as it is in heaven, as we live in this earth, we stay focused on heaven and we try and try and try our best to live right, And you watch, just watch what Jesus will do in your life if you're willing to live his way. Even though you mess up some each and every day. By his grace, we are saved. By his grace, we live every day. And if we continue to live in such a way, man, there's no greater life than knowing that we have hope, We live with hope. We have a living hope. And we have joy and peace every day. Every day that we live. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. You know, sometimes we... We kind of back off. Maybe that's where you are. Maybe We we back off because of things in our past. Maybe you're watching here today. We back off. And I want you to know as a believer here today, don't let the devil do that. Go confess whatever it is, and, and God will cleanse you. And you'll go back to having that joy and peace that you had yesterday or last week or last month. That's who Jesus is. That's why he died on the cross for our sins. That's why he rose from the grave. And, and, and maybe you're watching as we have hundreds and hundreds that do now, and, and maybe you don't know Christ as your Savior. And here's what you're thinking, the devil's telling you right now. You, God won't accept you because of this, because of that, because of this. And I'm here to tell you today, that's why Jesus, God sent his son to die on a cross for all of our sins that's why he came to this world to forgive us forgiveness what an amazing word that we have forgiveness and you can be forgiven you say Dallas what do I have to do I I know nothing about this all I do is know that something is, is pressing upon my heart, and that's Jesus knocking on the door of your heart. For whosoever by a prayer shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I believe you're God's Son. And you came and lived a perfect life on this earth for me you died on that cross for me and you shed your blood your perfect blood for all of my sin and I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me Jesus cleanse me from my sins and save me and from this day forward help me to live by your resurrection power Jesus, we thank you. There's always an answer in you, always. Whether we're a believer or not, there's always an answer through you, and it's always the right answer. Father, we ask that there's someone even here today it has been leads us in a closing verse in which we'll stand. We give. This opportunity, this invitation, we invite someone and I'll pray with them even right now as we did on the airways. If there's anyone here, may they come forward today and accept you as their Savior by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith we accept Jesus as our savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, Just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer,